from a bar mitzvah at the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem to a temple procession in Taipei. The people of our world are passionate about their beliefs. Are you listening? Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. Thanks so much for joining us today here on Radio Taiwan International. Coming up ahead this hour, we've got Jukebox Republic. But as always, we kick off today with a brand new episode of Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. If you're just joining us now on our Facebook live stream, today is Friday, April 23rd. Otherwise, it is now Monday the 26th. I'm John Van Trieste, and joining me here in the studio today, we've got Stash Butler. Hello. And Shirley Lin. Hi there. Up next, we'll be letting you know about a new proposal to change Taiwan's name-changing laws that would make it more difficult to change your name. Also, uh, we'll be telling you about the bizarre punishment that's gotten one Jai area teacher in some hot water. And Cigarette Butts will be telling you about someone who's been recognized for their contributions in making our world a cleaner place. All that coming up next. Please stick around. Taiwanese law, every person is entitled to change their name, but only two or three times. I think it's three. Three. And um, that has come to uh, a bit of public attention. For those of you who watch our show regularly, you will know exactly why. <laughs> um, recently, to give us a bit of a recap here, Taiwan uh, recently saw a frenzy of people changing their name to salmon, as in the fish. That's because <laughs> A sushi restaurant promised free meals or discounted meals, depending on how close you could get your name to sound like the word for salmon. Lots of people went with it, went to the registration office, and got their legal names changed. A few found to their horror that uh, their names had been changed without their knowledge while they were kids. And now, because of the three-time name change, yeah. well, they were stuck with the name Salmon. Three strikes and you're out. Um, <laughs> some people in the wake of this Salmonocalypse uh, want to make it even harder to change your name to prevent things like this from happening in the future. Yeah, um, I think, you know, the Legislative Research Bureau has still been thinking about this issue up till now. And that's why, because uh, they um, came up with an amendment to the Name Act, and which means that making the change of your name would only take effect 10 days after you put in request. And um, they're going to limit one's name change per year. So, so how, how quickly did it come into effect before? You know, like, do you just kind of walk in and you're like, can I change my name to Salmon? Yeah. And they're right kind of there like, and then. right yeah, there and then you're like, they're on the card. They're like, hello, Mr. Salmon. Yeah, you got, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. coming. You get a new card, yeah. ID card, yeah. It's right. that quick, wow. So I think, actually, you think it might be difficult, more difficult to change your name, but the thing is, I think it's just better for, you know, people to take respect about the name act. That's what I think. Mm. Um, because they say that, you know, they realize that, um, People were like walking into the administration office and then asking for name change. They go and got their free lunch and then they came back and changed the name back with no respect for the name that they have been but, given from birth or... Yeah, I, I can understand that it's it's frivolous, but I think like like those clerks have anything better to do anyway. <laughs> well, That's what they're there to do. Yeah. So it's not like an, 
really of abuse of the system somehow. Uh, well, yes, but then they also think it's was abuse of um, you know resources, the time. But again, um, that's what they get paid work. to do. Well, but yeah, they, I guess they could, they could be put elsewhere, right? You know, if they're not working there, right? Uh, yeah. Doing all this, you know, writing the word salmon hundreds and hundreds of times over and over. They're on typing these it these days. I'm pretty sure. Typing, you're right. Well, except for one guy who, who who put changed his name to 25 characters, not because of salmon, right? But, yeah. um, because you know, he's crazy. Then, it's a different, yeah. st- unrelated story. But then I guess it's the, the, yeah. Right. They had to hand write in because the name on his ID card. It's the longest name in Taiwanese history. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was a separate ish- case. Uh, it exceeded the number of characters. So that was that time it was handwritten. But I think mostly right. it's not that hard for them to type in a few. Yeah. I mean, no, well, this isn't. is the thing. But then I guess there was also uh, people were talking about how it's so easy to change your name if you're Han Chinese. But then. Uh, a lot of people from Taiwan's kind of Aboriginal peoples have such difficulty changing their names or getting their yeah. legal, getting their actual, you know, names Real in name. their own languages recognized by the government. Right. Um, right. So it's kind of made a mockery of the system in that sort of sense. But Right. Well, I mean, they say basically, you know, it's going to take 10 days before it goes into effect so that you, if you happen to regret it or, you know, think it over and drop the idea, you still have time. Mm. Instead of just frivolously change your name and realize that, I don't know. Like having no respect for your own name. That's how I feel. In Japan, it takes two to seven weeks to get a name change. Wow. Why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a very long time. They don't have enough people to do that. Yeah, job. maybe. Maybe you should hire some Taiwanese um, to do it. Maybe they really, mm. really want you to think, you know, think well ahead. Um, like, do you really, really want to change your name? You know, this name that your parents gave you, it's got a meaning to it. Have you changed your probably, name, Shirley? No. No. Although, you know, it takes a lot of strokes to write my name. Um, yeah, people were saying that, wow, you're going to feel a dictation. Because <laughs> you're taking like half you the time to write to your it. name. And yeah. Then, yeah. But um, yeah, you get used to it. I mean, people change their name because the strokes are too much. I mean, there are people who have... Not, not I mean, there's a lot of superstition or, around this, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. mostly people, superstition. Some people change their names later in life because they feel they need a change in luck, and that right. they're changing their name will somehow accomplish that. Yeah, yeah that's mainly it. Yeah, really. But, and then names, some yeah. people change their names because there's a free offer on sushi. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, people are different. People have different motivations. Yeah. Right, you don't want people to do that for frivolous you know, reasons or any kind of freebies or whatever. But um, I, I think... They really put a lot of thought into this because I don't think they really didn't like the frenzy that went around, you know, when this thing happened in March. Mm. And he was thinking, wow, there's still people thinking about this and they want to make it better. Or like, well, maybe like you said, I mean, what's the point? Because they're, those people in that office are meant to do That's their I job. I don't feel like they're that busy, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> which is true. How many people true. do they change their name on average per day? Probably not a whole lot. You know, actually, name change is easy, the procedure, but actually, most Taiwanese people don't think about changing names. So there's only about 100,000 people who change their names every year out of 23 million people. I've only met one. I I know one, I think. But then I guess there's the silent ones you don't know about, you know, the silent Um, name changes. The ones who just don't don't tell you that they've changed their name? Yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, it still feels like quite a high percentage. What is that? Like, if that's... 100,000 out of 23 million. That's about 2.5%, is it? Right, my calculation No, uh, probably less than that. Do the maths for me, listeners. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a fair amount. I guess like... Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't have anything personally against people changing their names. Whatever. Like, whatever, it's their, their life. I don't, I don't think you need... There's any like... 
I mean, unless there's some kind of reason in your family that a particular name has some kind of significance, like, I don't know, for example, I have, I've thought about changing my name simply because I don't use my legal first name at all. My legal first name is Stefan, but I don't, I don't use that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then actually both of my, both of the, I have kind of two first names, both of them are my mother's grandparents grandfathers had the names of her two grandfathers so i feel like if i got rid of them i'd feel like i'd be kind of deleting one of them oh. out of my life um oh. i don't know i've i've considered adding names in oh, the really middle. like montague like you know <laughs> percival e- e- ethelred son <laughs> of rothgar <laughs> smasher of darkness oh more like that okay <laughs> yes. right that kind of thing yeah or esquire maybe yeah you know, just have it or just doctor esquire. change your first name to doctor the, the reverend doctor <laughs> yeah <laughs> something like that that's a fun Okay, well, um, when I was at school, we would sometimes have to serve detention or write lines or do something like that. But I've never heard of any teachers punishing their students quite like this one. Uh, This is a dance teacher at a junior high school. I didn't know that junior high schools here generally had had dance dance classes. (laughs) Especially in Jai County, which is rather a rural part of the country anyway. A junior high school teacher who teaches dance there uh, allegedly punished tardy students by locking the doors and making them bark like dogs before they could enter. Wow. How long do they have to bark? That's not really uh why why a dog like what what what, where does that idea come from where does the idea to change your name to salmon come from people are weird maybe it's like maybe they're dancing to like who let the dogs out something like that (laughs) well that would be helpful that would make that would make sense like curricularly appropriate yeah like get yourself in the mood um yeah it's triggered a backlash from parents who've taken to facebook and actually led to this launching of an investigation by the county's educational authorities so uh, whatever the thinking or lack thereof, I'm yeah. sure that the teacher involved regrets this now. Mm. Um, oh, so, I mean, did someone kind of report this? Do you think there was some kind yeah. of student who was like, you know, a parent. This, is, this is the last time a teacher gets me to bark. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, a local resident who has a who was one whose child was one of the uh, students, students involved mm. in this barking scandal yeah. took to Facebook to complain about it, and. Um, yeah, and uh, apparently they weren't alone. There was more than one, but they, uh, they wouldn't. Then they said, uh, you know, couldn't other forms of punishment be used rather than humiliating yeah, students really. like this? Mm. Um, I mean, so... actually, I, I had a, a, a Mandarin teacher who uh, who said if you if you forgot your homework, you had to sing. So she made you sing in front of the class. Did you get to choose the number, though? Because you did get to choose the number. You could really turn that on its head. You could. And, on... and people did. Can you bring backing tracks? I mean, I, mean, I have to say it does work it yeah, really it, it's better than this right well yeah you're not I a guess. good singer uh well i don't know i'm just it's, it's not it's not it's not that fun it's singing sort of awkwardly in front of your classmates if it's total yeah. eclipse of the heart i'm i'm for it i'm gonna yeah. do it well i mean they don't have the whole setup i'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna lean into it <laughs> um you could go for it yeah uh it, it, so they're actually checking whether this investigation is checking whether the teacher was in breach of any laws and i don't think that what you, law would possibly cover this I, I'm sure someone thought of it, you know. <laughs> the <something>. Animal Impersonation <laughs> Act of 2003. Um, yeah, and the teacher says that it was, claims that it was supposed to be more of a warning than a punishment. Right. That's uh, their how, defense. How many students were forced to, to bark? More than say? one is all that we know. More than one. The one thing that I appreciate most about this article is that it includes the phrase canine choristers. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is good. I like that. I like that. Um, so kudos, extra points for that. Yes. Um, and the school has promised it's going to follow the, dis- the disciplinary measures only those stipulated by the Ministry of Education to the letter in the future, rather than letting teachers invent their own right. weird punishments. What are the disciplinary measures stipulated by the Ministry? I didn't realize that was a thing. I don't, I don't know. Does it? Does the Ministry? I didn't realize the Ministry did. Te- you know, told teachers how to tell people off, I don't basically, think so. how to scold kids. Barking is not is barking not on is not that. on that list, surprisingly. So yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, parents, parents are always a uh, very uh, on the lookout for these. Yes, yeah, so they're very listening. sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, by the way, so we've got um, Aslan J. Chris Copper and Rashid Nas joining us. Jen Delari said uh, to the name change story, I had a name change back in 1999 and it took almost two months, a ton of paperwork and about 200 U.S. dollars, I guess. Wow. Yeah. I didn't and, know it was that hard. Mm, that, tough, that's, that's pretty hard. So we're, we're still pretty easy here. Um, Sabina Gore has joined us and uh, um, let's see here. Joshua Rembudia. Uh, it's his it's birthday. His birthday. Mm. So everybody's saying happy birthday to him here. Uh, Douglas North has joined us and also said happy birthday. And the Bashi Gop. And then, um, let's see here. Okay. Mm, $200 Red. would definitely, like, um, change my mind about granting myself a lot of titles. Yeah. You know? I think that's a bit a of... more than it's worth. Yeah, All Douglas right. North said he used to go by Douglas North Monsoon. North Monsoon? I like that. That's good, Very poetic. Yeah. Is that here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's mm. a good name. All right. Okay, we're going to tell you next about uh, some high school students, is it, that have been yes. commended for picking up cigarette butts. Yeah, well, this all happened because uh, one of the students, a high school student in Tainan, um, was um, a video of him picking up cigarette butts from like a drain cover. You know, a sewage system mm. with the chopsticks. Went, it went viral. And, and so a lot of people praised, you know, the student Yang, Zi, Yang Zizhen uh, for his behavior and urged smokers to properly dispose of cigarette butts instead of throw them in the drain. Yeah. Uh, Whenever I see that, because, you know, they have like sewer gases and stuff down there, right? I always am mm. like, duck, uh, is it going to blow? Like a huge <laughs> like, kind of explosion. Uh, fireball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see that, I kind of flinch a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Jump for cover. <laughs> so, anyways, John. yeah. So, him along with three other uh, classmates, they actually uh, started off a, um, um, a a cleaning, a street cleaning campaign, which actually already happened this past weekend. And because of that, um, Tainan Mayor Huang Weizhe he had to present thank you notes to these four students, and he mobilized uh, the Environmental Protection Bureau to assist them in carrying out the mission by sending cleaners to all thirty-seven districts of the city. I mean, shouldn't that that should be happening already? <laughs> it's like, wow, just for you guys, right. we're going to clean the city. You know what? You know? That's what our jobs yeah, were. Yeah. That hadn't occurred to me before, but, but now... You learn something new every yeah. day. I mean, are they right. using chopsticks? Is this, you know, new cleaning team? Are they using chopsticks? They need those grabber things. I feel like there are more efficient oh, ways. Tongs? Yeah. tongs? Yeah. Yeah, I can never get over the tong thing because, you know, you use tongs and barbecues, but, you know, these tongs... No, 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 not that kind. The like kind, the kind of... of uh, have a, kind of a trigger This to is it. what you were suggesting we what? spend the budget for uh, for, for our what, what kind you know, for Taiwan Insider yeah, because yeah. I just not because we I just want one I think it's fun <laughs> you know the, the, the litter litter grabbers yeah oh 
You, you've seen them on Taipei Street? No, I'm saying that I want oh, one. Oh, you want one. Because there were a lot <laughs> of things I need one. to grab throughout the day. It's your oh, birthday. Wait, your birthday. wait it was your birthday. It no, was, it's this weekend. Around this period. In this we period. We can still get him. Yeah, okay. So, for a birthday, a late birthday I'll see if present. I can find one. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, what happened was that they hadn't, these, four, these students hadn't realized that the, the you know, cigarette butt littering is so serious because it they is. collected 200 butts in less than 20 minutes. Mm. And, um, that's one. And that's, that's a good two butts per minute. Yeah, that's yeah, a good butt rate. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just said that. There's that picture, if you can tell. That's that's young on the right, uh, on the left, and uh, I guess that's the container that he got to collect all this. That has to just be the tip of the iceberg, though, because how many Sorry. sewer grates do you think there are in the city of Tainan? Oh, a lot. Yeah. So, so I mean. The, the four students wouldn't have been able to, able to get through the whole city mm. without the help of, um, you know, the government, I guess. But, um, you know, I mean, I learned something, too. And that is, I had no idea that cigarette butts are non-biodegradable. And yeah, they're not they release good. nicotine and heavy metals into the environment. What is nicotine? I mean, so, I mean, yeah, I can take the environment. Why is nicotine? I know it's bad for human it, bodies, but what's, why is it bad for the environment? I guess because it... The flows into rivers and the fish become addicted to wow, it. Wow, yeah. All these yeah, smoker it, fish. It, yeah, it would pollute. Yeah, you're right. Gravity it flowed to the water and it polluted the water. So approximately 34.2 billion cigarettes are consumed in Taiwan every year. And an estimated one third of them are tossed onto the streets, like into the drains, the gutter. People are, yeah, people are very nonchalant about that too. Mm. Like they don't even try to hide it. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of like places where you can't smoke outside, and, and people do there. anyway. Yeah, people just do yeah. anyway. That's yeah, true. Yeah, now I, I can't stand smoke smell. Really, um, I think like, you know I, I had a friend who really couldn't stand it. You know, he'd just be like, he'd cover his nose and go, oh, you know, it's so, it smells so bad. I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'm just used to it. I mean, I don't uh, smoke myself, but like, it's 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 a smell I kind of can't stand. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I I, I can stand. I don't, oh, I don't mind. Yeah, like I don't mind if other people. I don't smoke. know. I haven't I been stare at for people. <laughs> Yeah, just give them, just give them an icy glare. An icy glare. It I, never works. I think it? you do that no. quite well. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, that, mm. I think well, at least someone's cleaning up. Right. Right. Um, we've got Aslan. Oh, I already said that Aslan J. Chris Copper is with us, and he was saying cigarette butts can start fire when birds pick it up to their nest. Mm. Oh, that'll be awful. Oh my gosh. That's a horrifying scenario. That's a very yeah. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, I mean okay. I, th- I feel like they can they can also probably start fires in places other than birds' nests as well. They can Right. Yeah. Now Jen says that uh, I'm a non-smoker but um I kind of like the smell of cigarettes with yeah, you. Yeah, I mean like again like uh, you know, I don't mind it. It's not mm. it's not a smell I like dislike really, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um so then I looked it up like I'm start thinking like I'm not a smoker and I'm thinking how are you supposed to properly dispose of cigarette butts? And you're like an ashtray. Yeah, okay, like an ashtray. Well, I I googled and it says to put it like put it out with water, right? Before you throw it in a trash can or something in case you know the yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you, you have those like special kind of receptacles. Know, yeah, receptacles for um for for cigarette sure. butts. So, but not in Taiwan, not on the streets. No, I don't know. Okay, before we go today, I've got to tell you about this new plan from Taiwan's military. Um, <laughs> we're trying to build up sort of a reserve force uh, as China steps up its, what they're calling, gray zone warfare against Taiwan, which is kind of aggressive, but not stepping across the line. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Taiwan's military is planning on integrating members of temples, temples 
into its reserve force. And people have, it's raised some eyebrows here. Um, we're talking specifically about Buddhist and Taoist temples. And um, people are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> spiritual you know, I, army. Yeah, when spiritual. I read this, I thought, is this a joke? You know? However, I, I like there that. is a method to this madness. As one internet commentator noted, that these temple volunteers are actually some of the best at providing outdoor camping meals because they regularly deal with large-scale processions. Mm. So logistics... And another person noted that they carry lots of heavy stuff, including the palanquins that carry right, the gods. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. say that they're probably stronger than the average white-collar worker that you're going to draft. Yeah. Right, which I do um, agree. You know, they, they train themselves all the time. They mm. do. Some of them are martial, into martial arts as well. Um, this, though, is not quite what it sounds. Uh, it's actually, in reality, part of a plan to just expand the scope of Civil Defense Act to include volunteers from temples, but also churches and non-governmental organizations to join the ranks of the military in the event of an emergency. Right. So these are people like, so, you know, you got church pantries. Mm-hmm. Like they, they've got supplies they've got on the ground. They've got an organization right. with leaders. And this, so uh, that's kind of what they're going I for. See, it's not, I see, I see. It's not, not let's, like out there fighting in a war. I yeah, feel like there's, there's like a kind of, you know, sort of, you know, karate movie to be made out of this concept. Well, a lot of people did compare it online to the Boxer Rebellion when people who were followers of this, of this Chinese spiritual mm. movement claimed to be invinci- have magical powers and be invincible to bullets. And yeah. They, up, mm. they, they weren't. Yeah. But, <laughs> Needless to say. Um, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the idea is so that if something happens, society can continue to function. They're sort of a... They're, it's going to be like about mobilizing civilian groups. Right now, they mm-hmm. have something similar, but it's limited to volunteer police and firefighters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I mean, I, I, see that. I was imagining something where it was like they were, you know, you know, kind of like men who stare at goats, kind of like you know, where they're trying oh, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, figure out, like, a, like they're trying to, you know, get, what, what edge can we get? We've got the spiritual edge. Spiritual edge. The spiritual edge. You can't break our spirit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> an interesting idea. Yeah. Definitely. Worth, um, worth exploring. Uh, worth exploring. I just, I just see like Shaolin monks. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, I can't shake that image. But I guess, yeah, I guess it makes sense. You're right. It's like utilizing these like pre-existing organizations to, yeah. to like to kind of support. And as we said, uh, they, they do. They are able to pull off these massive pilgrimages, including one that we recently broadcast, where tens of thousands of people show up, and everyone is fed and given water and a place to rest. Yeah, and uh, they keep people from like getting. But violent they like they keep order you yeah, know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. um okay. i guess like so. supplying i mean yeah i don't know i suppose like those kind of supplying things probably they could, i suppose they would still be useful in taiwan on the island of taiwan but uh, i don't know yeah. um I, so. I thought they wanted them to be there for a spiritual element like <laughs> i thought it was like support bless the war so. <laughs> right yeah like you know blessing the, That's what the I yeah the, the guns but i heard spiritual well at the beginning of the article before that I, I just read like the spiritual army i thought like spirit day like they had cheer they would have cheerleaders <laughs> or something <laughs> like go 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 anyway uh tell us what you think about that and whether your country could use something similar yeah do you have any more comments before we go today? Uh, let's see here. Um, not really here. But going back um, previous to the, what was that? Barking story. Douglas North said, I would do Boots by Nancy Sinatra. I think that's in the case of him singing. Oh, having to sing. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah that's right. a good song. You know, in case of him singing, right. Uh, for me, hands down, total eclipse of the heart. But that's just <laughs> We got that. Joke. You love a ballad. Yeah, no, you got to have one. You got to have a you ballad. Know, something by Queen, maybe. Yeah. That's another very, something yes. you can really bring the house down with. Yeah. You gotta, if, if you're going to sing publicly. You got you to go all out. You yeah. don't do that lightly. You're going to have costume as it's well. Like, yeah, no, it's like drag. You don't do it like half-heartedly. <laughs> There's no half measures. There's, there yeah. needs to be a commitment. <laughs> 
to that. And I think that goes for barking as well. Yeah. So you mean that when the teacher says, John, get up, you need to be need to be disciplined and they say wait and you go get kissed I need to get no I need to get yeah. my karaoke Hold on. let me get into character let me get my makeup you know <laughs> well I need to adjust my hair a little bit <laughs> so yeah that's that's my approach anyway well thanks to everyone who joined us today on our Facebook live chat and left us a message uh, that about does it for today's edition of Here in Taiwan I'm John Van Trieste I'm Shirley Lin and I'm Stash Butler we'll see you again soon Just tuned into Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin at Radio Taiwan International. So there's been more sensible news uh, this last week about the name change. Remember the salmon chaos? Well, if you're not aware, a sushi chain, in order to promote themselves, held a name change challenge so that you can eat sushi for free if you were to just change your name to include the character for salmon. Well, more than 300 people in Taiwan changed their names to Salmon and then back again to get free sushi in March, resulting in the Salmon name change chaos. Recently, I think the government made some sense about the issue in the news. It's not that you cannot change your name anymore in Taiwan, but an amendment to an existing law that would make you reconsider changing your name in a haste just for freebies. Well, the government is reminding people to respect their names and their rights. That's the song. Have respect by Wen Yang, and this is in Taiwanese dialect. Ping 
腰脚踏实地饮，真爱拍拼，总有做英雄的一天。万盏关老边地起，英雄也有路票时。成功不是突然。手机，只要安分守己，才会使人尊重。All right, that was a song about respect, and why did I play that song? Well, I'm talking about the salmon name change chaos back in March, and there's still news about it. Well, I think hopefully in a good way. Basically, following the incident about the name change, the Legislative Research Bureau、uh, proposed, recently proposed, to amend the Name Act, making the changing your name official ten days after request, and limiting one's name change per year, which means. If you request for a name change, it's not going to happen until ten days later, which I think is great because that means, you know, you think about it.、Um, actually, in the beginning, I was going, I was going like, "What good is that?"、Um, then I realized that it means that the name change will not be right away, but ten days later. So if you regret it, you still have time to change back and drop the idea. And the other thing is limiting one's name change per year. So maybe that means you can only change your name once, and you can't change it back. So you be stuck with that name for a whole year. And I think that's good because then definitely people will be thinking twice before you, you know, make a change. And I thought that meant you know people can change their names as many times as they want because all Taiwanese citizens have the right to change their names three times in their lifetime. Yeah, but、uh, but I say do it wisely. You know, don't don't do it in haste and without much thinking. But then it doesn't matter how many times you can change your names in a lifetime because the new amendment will make people think twice each time they want to change their names. The Legislative Research Bureau says the amendment would be a way to remind the public to take Taiwan's administrative resources more seriously. The bureau said that the people who changed their names to Salmon were able to immediately change them back after their free lunch, which showed that they had no intention of changing their original names in the first place. And what makes me mad too was just how people just made fun of the name change. And competed with who can come with the longest name too. Like one man came up with twenty-five Chinese characters so that it could only be written in by hand on the ID card, and it was the longest name ever recorded in Taiwan. Or come up with a name that doesn't really make sense, but just for the fun of it. Especially with the character of Salmon, it's hard to imagine some parents would give their children's name with the character Salmon in it, because it's hard to imagine someone with a name that has a fish character in it. Because salmon, it's got the the left side,、uh, the character of the、uh, the character for the word fish. Anyway, compared with Japan, it takes up to two to seven weeks to complete the application for changing your name in Japan, which I don't know why it takes that long, but uh, uh, I think it's a good thing.、Um, at least it's not right away, you know. In order to make the public more cautious. 
The Legislative Research Bureau suggested that after someone changes his or her name, it would only go into effect 10 days later, so as to increase thinking time and avoid regret. This is the exact quote from the news story. According to the Bureau, Thomas renaming procedure is really not difficult, but it's not really a lot of people's, a lot of Taiwanese people's desire to change their names. It's not very high, but then again, it's not very low because apparently about 100,000 people change their names every year out of 23 million people in Taiwan. So the Bureau said that the motivation of changing their names not only wastes time, but also produces unnecessary paperwork. Yeah, we still do a lot of things on paper. You know, it's a lot, there's still a lot of paperwork not uh, digitized, especially in government agencies, you know, government offices. People should cherish administrative resources and be rational. That's what, you know, the Bureau is asking. And I think that they should limit the number of characters in a name. We had discussed that before. If you want to make a hotel reservation, what name are you going to give? It's too long. But the man with the 25 character name, he said that in short, he would still go with his original name of three characters then what's the point of changing your name at all? And why bother a government employee to handwrite it into your ID card for you because you just want to break the record in Taiwan or something? It's really kind of ridiculous. It's almost like a joke. And that's what I'm going to play. A Joke by Wang Xi. Chào 
来，这世界要有一千个烦恼，像一千个玩笑，小果实意想不到，开玩笑，踢开身边一大堆问号，快用冷水去洗一个澡，一阵痛快感觉冲走一切的烦恼，开玩笑。身边一大堆问号，快用冷水去洗一个澡，一阵痛快感觉冲走一切的烦恼，笑一笑。The song just now was "Kai Wan Xiao," which means "make a joke" by Wang Xi. And actually, this next story, which was also in the news recently,、um, was also like a joke. There's this issue of、um, you know recruiting temple volunteer workers to join the national army in case that China attacks Taiwan. If you hadn't been following us,、um, the fact that China has been conducting military incursions by flying these military jets around Taiwan almost every day now for two to three months. So why temple volunteer workers? And we mean those who put dramatic makeups on their faces and dress up in traditional Chinese garbs. They call themselves Ba Jia Jiang, which translates into Eight Generals Reserve Army, who are these spiritual temple guardians who perform at religious festivals. Basically, the government thinks that besides existing civil organizations and military reserve units, that members of the Buddhist and Taoist temples can also be included in the military force. Some people considered it to be a joke. I did too, until I thought that it's probably because they're very fit. Because they are, they get regular practices and training, and you know rehearsals, so that they can be fit for the long processions and you know these big performances that require a lot of movements and big gestures with the arms and feet and everything. But、um, their makeups on their faces are really something, quite something. They're very bright, colored and multicolored, and.、Uh, You know, they usually would draw their mouths with a curving downward on the ends、uh, to show like they have these stern expressions. It's really quite an art form in itself. So that's why some people thought that it's a joke. Because think about it, you know, the recruits for the Boxer Rebellion, who were called boxers because they perform these physical exercises that are like shadow boxing that they believe would make them withstand bullets, and that. There were also peasants in the recruitment for the Boxer Rebellion too, back in those days.、Um, so,、uh, so recently, the government was thinking that hey, maybe we should re- we should recruit these temple volunteer workers because not to fight. And I thought it was because you know they want them to fight, but no, because they've proven to be very effective at helping out at large scale pilgrimages, like the recent Mazu pilgrimage, which attracted. More than a million, you know,、uh, believers on this nine-day pilgrimage, which takes place every year. A social media user、um, joked, saying that the temple volunteers are probably much better off physically than white-collar workers if time comes for, you know,、uh, to recruit more soldiers from the white-collar、uh, um, sector. But、uh, there was another joke. 
that said that these temple volunteer workers must be great at organizing outdoor camping meals, and they are. I mean, imagine that they, you know, they're able to feed hundreds and thousands of people, and they work so efficiently, you know, at these religious uh, ceremonies and, you know, pilgrimages and re- religious, you know, festivals. So yeah, but it certainly did sound like a joke in the beginning. Here's another song about that,、uh, making a joke by Wu Peizi. The government clarified that they just want to change the Civil Defense Act to widen the range of civilians and volunteers 
who can be recruited as soldiers in time of need. Right now, the act limits to just volunteer policemen and firefighters. That makes sense, and in fact, that reminds me of you know the, um, in Taiwan. Um, Uh, every year for the last I don't know how many years, the firefighter department have been putting out these calendars uh, with these firefighters, you know, um, bearing the upper torso, looking really macho and everything. Yeah. So, oh, and also the government say that they want to change the act to include maybe volunteers from churches and NGOs as well, besides the Buddhists and the Taoists, because they are great at providing aid after disasters. So. It's not talking about recruiting for, um, you know, to to become real soldiers to fight in a war, but rather to recruit them for relief work in case of war. So the government basically was just thinking how the society can continue to function even if there really is a war, and that everyone everybody has a role and a responsibility. Well, this really doesn't sound like a joke anymore because the government is really serious, but it still sounds funny. I wonder how the Bajajiang volunteers themselves feel about this. <laughs> really? Well, that's it for Philippines and Friends. I'm Shirley Lin of Radio Taiwan International, and I have a song here that says "Bie Kai Wan Xiao," don't joke around by Chen Huilin. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.